I'm good. Like, even though it's hard, even though this feels so unfair and so challenging, I have now learned that there's always a plan. There's always something beautiful that comes through. There's always a lesson that I'm going to learn and that I am always being guided. Welcome to the Sensitive and Soulful Show. If you're the type of person who's often heard that you're too sensitive, you're too emotional, you're just too much, this is your place. Hi, my name is Alyssa Boyer and I'm a mentor for highly sensitive people. My mission in life is to help other highly sensitive souls learn how to embrace their sensitivity as a gift. Each week, I will share tools, tips, and stories for you to learn how to lean into your sensitivity and learn how to work with it instead of fighting against it. I believe the world is a better place when more sensitive, deep-feeling people feel comfortable and confident in their skin, and I can't wait to show you how. So, get comfy, and let's dive in. Hello, my lovely friends. Welcome back to another episode of The Sensitive and Soulful Show. I am Alyssa Boyer, your friend and mentor on this highly sensitive journey with you. And today we are going to be talking about some fun things we're going to be diving into a little bit, just the beginning. I feel like this is the beginning of more conversations like this, but we're going to be talking about spirituality and I'm going to be sharing just some insights from my own journey and just like, yeah, just opening up about this because I've realized that like my spiritual practice, my spiritual beliefs are such a huge part of my life. And yet there's something I haven't opened up a ton about. Like I don't talk about it a lot and it's super interesting. So for some backstory, like when I started my blog back in January of 2019, I was a lot more heavily talking about spiritual topics. When I started my blog too, it, like I wasn't just speaking to highly sensitive empathic people. I was just like, you know, talking to everyone. I didn't have like a specific quote unquote niche. Like I was just like figuring it out. Um, but one of my favorite things to explore and dive into was spirituality. And for quite a while, my tagline of my website was, your, your go-to girl for spiritual growth or something like that. I even had this like uh, weekly email series called Spiritual Growth Sundays where I would give like a, a different um, tip every Sunday, something to help support you in your spiritual growth. So it's literally been such a huge part of my journey and my life. And I realized like, oh, I don't talk about this very much. And this was actually prompted because one of you here in um, in my community actually sent me a DM and you're like, hey, I have all these podcast ideas if you're interested. And so, um, which was so sweet and thoughtful. And so, um, yeah, she gave me all of these ideas and so many of them were around spirituality. And I'm like, oh my God, like people want to hear this. Like, this is so fun for me to talk about. So yeah, that's what we're going to be diving into a bit today. And if you like this and want me to kind of go more into, into the topic of spirituality, let me know. I have some great like ideas for guests that I would like to bring on. So yeah, thanks for being here. Thanks for the, the um, suggestions. And um, I also just want to remind you before we get into the episode that if you love the show, it really, really helps me a lot when you leave a review. It just like helps me get the word out, helps um, 
spread awareness of the show. So yeah, it literally can take like two minutes and it can be a, a super short review, just like share something you like, something you've learned, whatever, like anything is welcome, but it helps out a ton. So thank you so much for being here and for your support. So let's start out with this conversation of my spiritual journey, my path, and like kind of what led me to to all of this. So basically, I grew up in Minnesota in a smaller town, and I did not ever have like any spiritual practices. Like, to be honest, I was actually like when I thought of meditating or people like using sage or or anything related to that at all, like even yoga a bit, I was like, oh, that's like hippie. That's like woo woo. Like I just wasn't, I just wasn't a thing that I did. (laughs) And it wasn't even, it just wasn't common at least um, where I lived in Minnesota in the small town. It just like wasn't really a thing people were doing or discussing. And so just was like outside of the realm of possibilities for me. However, I always was like, like I was always a believer in magic. I'm I've never been like this fully like logical person. Like I'm definitely open to magic. Um this pops into mind because I remember right before I moved to California and and my life in California is really where my spiritual journey truly began, but what comes to mind before I moved here is I was working at the Nordstrom in the Mall of America. I had just graduated from college and I was like in this really weird place in my life where I just was like just feeling stuck, not really happy. I didn't know like what my next step was. I just knew that (laughs) what I was doing wasn't it. (laughs) Like I wasn't loving it, you know. Um, And I remember I went to the Panda Express in the mall there and like had my dinner and my favorite part of of getting like a Chinese food meal has always been the fortune cookie. I don't actually eat it because I don't think they taste that good, <laughs> but I love getting the fortune. And so I remember I opened my fortune cookie and it said, your luck will soon be at a high point. And I, that was so impactful for me that I like took a picture and I posted it to my Instagram, <laughs> which is such a thing that you would do in, I think this was, uh, yeah, 2014, like, you know, just the, you know, ugly filter, like whatever. But that was huge. And so that sticks out to me because that's like me in a nutshell. Like I've always been like, I've I've always thought like, oh, there's a deeper meaning. I've seen the connection and things, things like that. But when I moved to California, this is where the spiritual journey like really began, where I started to really kind of actually get a, a real interest in it. So basically what happened for me is, and you've probably heard me tell this story so many times, but um, I I started developing really tough digestive issues when I was in California. I was under a lot of stress, and eventually I started seeing a holistic doctor, Dr. Ray Jin, who actually was um, our guest in the previous episode, episode 100, like so freaking good. Definitely listen to that if you haven't yet. Um, but I began working with Dr. Jin, and basically what I learned from him was that I had I was holding on to a lot of emotional trauma. I had a lot of these old subconscious beliefs that were really, really negatively impacting me and my health and just making me stay in this chronic state of fight or flight. I was always feeling sick and just like on edge. I couldn't relax. And so 
a huge part of my healing was that I needed to learn how to regulate my nervous system and I needed to have tools to help myself return to a state of calm. So one of the first things I started doing then was getting into meditation. And my first like dipping my toe into meditation was I would listen to a driving meditation when I was on my way to work because I was working such a stressful job. So I was like, okay, I need something that's like going to calm and relax me. So I started doing that and I was like, oh, okay, this is helpful. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to take it the next step. And I like started carving out time in the mornings to meditate. And like, I started with like five minutes and then 10 minutes and then 15 minutes and then 20 minutes. And I started to notice a difference in myself. I started to notice that there was more of a gap between like something happening and then my reaction to it. So what I mean by that is like, let's say something triggering happened or like, you know, I don't know, someone said something to me that was upsetting. In the past, before meditation, I usually would have just gone right into reacting where it would have been, you know, me me feeling really insecure, me second guessing myself, maybe me being self-critical or if it was like with my boyfriend, now husband, I might have reacted and it would have gone into a fight. But I noticed that with meditation, there there started to become more of a pause and more of a gap in between the event happening and then my reaction. Like I became a lot more thoughtful. And so that was becoming pretty life-changing for me where I was like, wow, like I'm not getting as impacted by things as I used to. This is really cool, especially for me as being such a anxiety-prone type of person. So I started meditating simply for the stress-relieving benefits of it. I just loved how that felt. But then I started to have these, sometimes have these experiences where I felt like I was like out of my body in this really magical way. Didn't happen often, and it was often quite fleeting, but I would just have these moments of realizing like, oh my gosh, I'm just like this small person in this in this life, and this is just kind of like, like I had this realization that my life is, well, I'm looking at it all through these this perception, and like when I was present in my life, when I was literally just where my feet were at, when I was mindful, I would have these like beautiful realizations that like, I'm just creating my own reality. And it's like my anxieties, my stress, my, the times that I make things feel like such a big deal. It's just my own insecurities and it's my own um, past traumas and things like that, like clouding my experience and, and creating issues that aren't really issues. Like I realized in these fleeting moments that at the core, everything was fine. Everything just was. And the only times there were problems created was when I was disconnected from the present and I was stuck in these in just viewing life through this this clouded lens. And so I would have these moments in meditation where I just felt like out of my body and like so acutely aware of this truth. And it was like the most freeing feeling. And I looked forward to hoping to feel that way in each of my meditations. And sometimes it happened and sometimes it didn't. But just knowing that was possible was like really incredible for me. I also had started to read spiritual books because I was just having these revelations that were like truly life changing for me, especially again, as someone who just always struggled with anxiety and always felt insecure and and like small, I I just was like finding this new beautiful expansion 
from having a spiritual practice. It was like changing my mind. So I got really into reading Gabby Bernstein's books. I, um, Deepak Chopra's, I I loved his book, The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success. Another book that was really life-changing for me was The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. I absolutely loved that book. And so I was reading these different books that were just expanding my mind and like, it just like gave me this sense of freedom and expansion that I didn't know was possible. And it was helping me to enjoy my life so much more. It was also helping me to surrender and like approach life's troubles and and tribulations, is that the word, Um, with just so much more grace and ease. Because I recognized that like, I am just one small part of a larger whole. And there is a higher power that's looking over me and watching over me and, and has, you know, is guiding me along the way. This was just so, so supportive for me. And Oh my gosh, still to this day, I mean, it's just deepened in this amazing way. Like through all of the challenges I've experienced in my life, the times where I felt really low, really lonely, where I felt like, oh my gosh, how am I going to get through this? These are actually the times where I've had the opportunity to deepen my spiritual practice even more because instead of disconnecting and feeling angry and feeling like, why me? Why is this happening to me? It's an opportunity for me to surrender and to lean into that higher power that I've built a relationship with and to know that like, I'm good. Like, even though it's hard, even though this feels so unfair and so challenging, I have now learned that there's always a plan. There's always something beautiful that comes through. There's always a lesson that I'm going to learn and that I am always being guided. And in the times where I feel the most alone, where I feel like I'm on my knees and, oh my God, does anyone even see me? Like, these are the opportunities for me to surrender more. And so it's my spiritual practice has really helped me to feel safe and feel not alone. It's like this, it just feels like my hand is being held through life versus feeling like I have to figure it out all on my own. So this has been really amazing. And for me at this stage in my life, my my spiritual practice is like extremely simple. I I've never been like a huge into crystals person. I don't use actually like really any tools or anything like that when it comes to my spiritual practice. Like to each their own for sure. Um one of the things I do love to use are oracle cards. Um, my friend and my personal intuitive guide, her name is Jewel Mondros. I've been working with her for like think two years um and and I connect with her once a month and she just like provides freaky energy healing um uh, sessions for me um anyway she created this amazing oracle deck called the ritual soul oracle deck I believe is the name and so sometimes I'll like I like pull cards for guidance from that and it's just like such a beautiful um supportive thing but other than that, like for me, it's very simple. It's meditating when I'm able, um, but really it's just a, a practice of being present in my life and just making moment to moment um, or taking moment to moment opportunities to connect with that higher power and to just like 
breathe, breathe, be present, reconnect to myself. Like right now as a busy mom, that's what it looks like. In the past, before I had my daughter, I would spend more time meditating every morning, 15 to 20 minutes. Uh, I'd spend more time journaling. I, I have gotten back into journaling again. That's like one thing I almost always do. And that's another actually really amazing way I have found to feel spiritually connected because when I do my journaling, I do morning pages, which are just three unfiltered pages where you just write stream of consciousness, whatever comes through. And I've actually found so many answers on those pages just by opening myself up and just being willing to listen to what comes through and just to see what comes out on the page. It's been really amazing. Um, Another one of my favorite spiritual practices like oh my gosh this is so fun okay so this is a fun thing okay so i love looking for signs and asking for signs this is something that uh gabby bernstein talks about a lot and so i i do this as a practice in my life um where if i'm trying to make a decision on something i need some clarity i'll meditate on a sign i'll say okay please universe give me a sign to let me know if I should do this. So a couple of months ago, I was trying to decide if I wanted to hire this mentor. And it was like a big investment and I was super nervous and I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't know if I should do this. I was just like, ah, I don't know. And so I I did my practice. I was like, okay, give me a sign if I should work with this mentor. And the sign that popped into my head was a frog. And like the point of this whole practice, by the way, is like, don't overthink your sign. Just like go with it and and see what happens and see what pops into your mind. Um, So a frog. And I'm like, okay. And then I just tried to let it go. You know, I didn't want to obsess over trying to like search for a frog. (laughs) Um, And so, but I, I had said that I was going to make the decision the following day if I was going to hire that mentor. So I was like, oh my gosh, I hope I see my frog sign. And so I didn't see the frog sign, but I kept seeing the repeating number five. I kept seeing five, five, five everywhere over those those 24 hours. I'm like, that is so weird. Like, okay, this isn't the sign I asked for, but like I keep seeing five, five, five. And now for people who are like not spiritual, not really like into this stuff, they might be like, um, okay, that's weird. <laughs> like you're making something out of nothing. But if you're a spiritual person and you're open to this, you're going to see the magic in this. And I saw the magic in this. So I was like, you know what? I don't know. I think that seeing all these fives feels like a sign. I think I'm going to work with this woman. I just could not stop thinking about it. So I made the decision and I hired this this mentor. And then I think it was like two or three days later, um, it was my daughter's birthday, her first birthday. And um, I opened up one of her gifts and it was this like these like stacking rings. And on the top of the ring was a frog. I was like, oh my gosh, like literally there's my sign. To me, it actually felt like the universe was like, hey, Alyssa, I want you to trust yourself here. (laughs) And I did. So that was really, really cool. And so that's like a really fun practice. That's just a way that I I practice it in my daily life. And I want to share another story here too that's related to this. And, And something that has been asked is like, oh, is your husband spiritual? Like, is he into this stuff? And he's like, he doesn't meditate. He's not like spiritual in the same way that I am at all. Like he's very much like logical, like grounded type of person. But over the course of our relationship, he's definitely like just become way more open and like really respects me as a sensitive, 
more spiritual person. So here's an example of this. So we have been trying to decide if we want to renovate and remodel our house. We love where we live, but we're like going to outgrow it at some point. And so we've been like going back and forth and, oh my gosh, should we do this? It's just such a huge expense. And like, you know, right now we're in the phase of just like getting plans drawn up, which I guess apparently costs a lot of money. I didn't know that. (laughs) And so we've just been on the fence. I don't know. Should we do this? I don't know. So the other night I was like, you know what? Let's just sleep on it. Let's just see like, you know, how we feel in the morning. And so before bed that night, I was like, okay, give me a sign if we should do this, give me some sort of, of affirmation that this is, this is the right move for us to make. So that night, um, went to bed and I, I don't know, I want to say it was like midnight or 1am. All of a sudden there is this owl who hooing in the backyard so loud. It's like, who, who, who. And like, we live in a rural area, so there's definitely owls around, but like it is so uncommon for one to be that close in our backyard that loud. Like it never is something that wakes me up ever. And it was like going on for at least half an hour. I was like, okay, this feels kind of like there's something to pay attention to. Like maybe something something's up with the owl, you know? And then, so I was like, okay, I, I thought about it and then it kind of left my mind. The next day, my husband came home from work and he's like a big fan of craft beer. And this friend of his gave him this like really rare craft beer that's like 50 bucks for one bottle, which is just outrageous. And he's like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. This is so rare. This is so cool. He shows me the bottle and on the freaking bottle is an owl. (laughs) That's same, you know, within the same, within 24 hours, there's two owls. I'm like, that's weird. Immediately then, immediately I said to him, I'm like, babe. And I told him the whole story and he's like, you know, he kind of laughed. He's like, okay, that's interesting. That's kind of weird. And then I looked up because this is what I do. I looked up online. I'm like, okay, what is it? What's the spiritual meaning of an owl? I'm going to read what I wrote or read what I read. The owl crossing your path is a sign that it's time to take a leap of faith. Change can be difficult and scary for anyone, but the owl is confident, strong, and resourceful, symbolizing learning and wisdom. Maybe the owl is reassuring you about this transition. Like, what? Oh my gosh, I was just blown away. So I I shared that with him, and then he's like, all right, let's do it. (laughs) And so basically, we made just like this major decision based on this, like, the spiritual intuitive guidance that I'm getting. And that's just what's so freaking cool. Like, to me, it just this way of viewing life and living life is so fun and so magical. And it just makes me so excited. It just makes life feel like more just enchanted is the right word, I would say. So Oh my gosh, I have so much to say on this topic. And guess what? I only have so much time to record this because our nanny leaves in seven minutes. (laughs) So what I'm going to do is I'm going to record a part two of this because there are other things I have not even shared. And like probably a lot of people don't even know that I actually got certified in Reiki energy healing back in 2020. I just actually have like a lot to say on this. I also have thoughts around manifestation. Oh my gosh, I have a lot to say. So I think this is going to be a to-be-continued conversation. But before I wrap this up, I do want you to know that if you're interested in learning more about 
spirituality from me and just learning my unique processes and ways of thinking about things, then you will love the Sensitive and Soulful Vault because, I mean, there's 24 mini courses in there, but two of them are actually very much, actually three of them are actually um, very much about spirituality. So inside of that library of mini courses, I have one about manifestation. I share my process for manifesting, how how we can use our sensitivity as a strength to call in the desires into our lives. I also have a couple of trainings in there around intuition. I have chakra balancing meditations. I have cord cutting meditations, ways for you to tap into your unique energy. Like actually when I think about it, that entire vault of resources, like everything I touch is going to have a bit of a spiritual component to it because that's just a huge part of my life and what's really, really helped me thrive as a highly sensitive person. So you're going to find that in all of my work, but specifically in those three mini courses, the two about um, tapping into your intuition and then the one on manifestation, those are like specifically very spiritual and very fun. So if this is like your cup of tea, uh, definitely check out the link to that in the show notes. And there's a special discount code for podcast listeners only. So make sure you click on the link here and sign up uh, through the show notes if you're interested. But yeah, we're going to do a part two, maybe part three, four, five. I don't know. (laughs) Let me know what else you'd like me to speak on um, with this topic. But I'm definitely thinking I'll share more about manifestation, my journey um, to becoming certified in Reiki energy healing, and just, yeah, some other, some other experiences that I've had. So thank you so much for being here, for tuning in, and I can't wait to talk to you next week. Thank you so much for joining me. If you like this podcast, please be sure to rate, subscribe, and share it with a friend who might need it. And I can't wait to chat with you next time. Sending you all the love. Talk soon.